1: NFL Trend Zone coming at you on Wednesday, May 18th. We're going to talk about the Broncos. We got a couple of Broncos guests on tonight. Drew Brees is, how shall we say it, decommitment from NBC forced or not? Temptation to play football again, which is a little wonky, or join a pickleball tour. And then we're going to forecast some division winners. A little early for that, but we're going to do it anyway. We know you want to hear it. That's on our docket. Foremost, we're going to talk about our sponsor, who is betonline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL future propositions. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And receive a promo code from us, B L E A V, believe, like the title of our show. And you'll receive 50% of a welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right. As teased in my little promo, we're going to talk about the Broncos, Drew Brees, and projected division winners. We have our winners, excuse me. We have a full panel tonight and a newcomer, Marcus Bolin from South Dakota, a Bronco fan. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you go to school, and all that jazz.
2: Uh, my name is Marcus Bowen. Uh, I go to college at SDSU. Just had that recently. Uh, just turned 19. And I'm back for the summer, doing some baseball and then just working.
1: Wonderful. Uh, I, I, We know because we have uh, Jason on the show weekly how excited he was about the Russell Wilson trade. How fundamentally does it change your outlook for the 2022 Broncos?
2: Uh, At first, uh, with all the talks about Aaron Rodgers, I liked Rodgers over Russell Wilson better, but now that we've got him, uh, I think uh, pretty highly of what the season's to come. I'm really excited. Uh, Just like watching all the practices and stuff with Russell Wilson throwing to the guys, just really uh, excited for this season other than with uh, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Yeah, well, they Jason has talked ad nauseum about the deal with the devil that was made in 2015 to win that defensive-minded Super Bowl. And then ever since then, they haven't got to the playoffs, and they've been about the 23rd best team in football because to for some shocking way, John Elway can't fix the quarterback position. And it's yeah. mind-boggling as to why that guy would be the one guy who can't figure it out. Yeah. What, what is What do you say to somebody that says the AFC West is too crowded? Does
2: that spook you? Like every team in there is good no um uh, with the chiefs kind of losing Tyreek Hill and adding Juju I don't think Juju is going to be as big of a threat uh the raiders maybe with adding Devonte Adams to there kind of helping out their wide receiver core there pretty solid team uh chargers I don't know uh, maybe with Justin Herbert kind of if he gets, if I don't know he could be pretty good a lot of people say he'll be good so I don't know I think the Broncos will be at least second
1: in the division and that gets them a playoff berth, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It had better um, if they're going to get Russell Wilson on team, Jason, I know I've asked you about the supremacy of the AFC West, um, but it just doesn't seem to bother you. Is it because you're still in the Wilson honeymoon or you just don't, you don't care?
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me one bit. And of course I'm still in the Russell Wilson honeymoon. (laughs) I mean, I wake up every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it, I'm just as excited as the day the news broke. And I just get more and more excited as the days go on. But, um, no, I mean, I'm not afraid of any team in that division. Uh, Russell Wilson played against uh, top-notch teams uh, for the majority of his career, going against San Francisco in their Super Bowl runs. Um, you know, in the Rams, as they went through theirs, you know, a few years back, and then last year and the year before he's always been able to produce. He's always been able to put up numbers and he's always been able to do that with a team that never was in the top 16 in passing attempts. Um, Somewhat limited and hindered. And I never knew that stat and that stat, I will repeat over and over again because it baffles me. I I would have never thought that just looking at Russ's year to year numbers because he's constantly putting up pretty consistent, you know, 35, 40 yard, or 40 touchdown seasons, 44 to 4,500 yards. I think his highest is like 42. Somebody, you know, said, but it 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 no, I'm not afraid at all of anybody. Do you know uh somebody
1: who could tell you about this too much rushing stuff is Ben Baldwin, uh, who who's kind of a, a mini godfather of football analytics, uh, always uh you know, kind of subscribes to the past happiness in the NFL and he always with statistics. Yeah, uh, bitches about why the Seattle drafts running backs run the ball so much when you have a slinger of the football, if you just utilize it. One interesting note before I get West's and Cody's opinion on these Broncos is that in the last two seasons, the Super Bowls were won by teams that went and found a solution at quarterback in the first year. So if you start to think, well, is this too much of a fairy tale? They go get Wilson and win it right away. Well, the Buccaneers would laugh in your face. It worked for them. And then, bada-bing, Safford shows up in Los Angeles. He was the missing link. So, I don't think that we need patience for these Broncos because we already have precedent in these two other teams that went and got fantastic quarterbacks and were ready to win right away. Cody, is the AFC West too crowded for the Broncos to, you know, reach or get through an AFC championship?
3: And this is the best division in football. And the Russell Wilson factor is, fil- is real. The athleticism and talent that their playmakers have, it's real. And it's going to fly a mile high. I've got the Broncos winning the division. Uh, i got the Raiders, the only one from the teams, missing it. Um, so it is going to be pretty crowded. Uh, it's completely possible all four teams can go. So, uh, I mean, that Russell Wilson factor, I expect him to be Peyton Manning uh, 2015 or 2012 2013.
0: Over there. <laughs> yeah he yeah, doesn't want the 2015
1: version <laughs> Get the, yeah,
0: yeah, sure the, yeah, the regular season Peyton Manning um stats from 2015 Cody are nine touchdowns to 17 interceptions yeah I said I said 2015 <laughs> immediately my face got hot yeah that's a
1: dirty little secret in sports that Manning gets accredited for two Super Bowls and fine and dandy i get it uh but the last year it was such a it yeah, wasn't, like wasn't, even, wasn't even good enough to be a game manager
3: oh no. yeah trent, trent Dilfer was better
1: yeah that's what's so weird but, but history doesn't
0: look at it like that and i get it it's a hall of fame guy that, well, the, you know, but the broncos even the broncos don't get to or win that super bowl without brock osweiler going on that then, five and two heater
3: yeah, and I gotta say about Russell Wilson, if I think that if the Broncos don't win a Super Bowl this year, I know he's only thirty three and they got a couple years, but I mean expectations at this point, if they're not at least in the Super Bowl, I think it's a disappointment, and that's speaking volumes about where they've been coming from to where just hoping to make the playoffs with so Drew Lock or Bridgewater. So Russell Wilson, major win, and like Marcus was saying, especially compared to Aaron Rodgers, I would ten out of ten times take yeah. like to take Russell Wilson.
1: I think there were a lot like Marcus that. You see the glitz of Aaron Rodgers, who just needs a different geographic, geographical cure to win a Super Bowl, but you're trading six years worth of you know game time. Wilson can stay on board for a decade, and at best, if even if uh, Rodgers were to channel Brady, at best he has three to five years left. Yeah. And I don't think quarterbacks are going to start to play to forty-five. I think Brady really is this uh, you know goat shit that does
0: that. So yeah, and let's not forget Russell Wilson especially after watching his presser and seeing seeing him involved with not you know not only the players and the coaches but the community and obviously Russell Wilson's a a much more of a class act than Aaron Rodgers. I mean that can't be that can't be underscored they, at all. They you know.
3: even named their dog Bronco. They're committed. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Wes,
1: uh, you've been you've been silent here on this topic, so I want you to opine. They're having this Broncos party. Are you a part of it?
4: Yeah, I mean, let me comment first on on Cody warming up the seats of uh, Marcus and Jason over there. It's uh, Super Bowl or bust, guys. I, I hope <laughs> you fellas are ready. Um, but yeah, I I think they have uh, as good a shot of as any to come out of of the West um, with the division crown. Uh, I think it'll be a two headed race between uh, the Chiefs and them, um, while. There's hype surrounding the Chargers and the Raiders. There's been hype surrounding the Chargers and the Raiders for the last 10 years, and they underwhelm historically. So until I see it, I don't want to believe it. Um, I could very well see three of these teams make the playoffs in the AFC. Uh, One thing that I had pointed out to you guys, I believe last week, both the AFC West and the NFC West play each other this year. Um, both are predicted to possibly have three playoff teams each emerge from from their division, and I, it, it, I just think it's going to be a bloodbath of a, a season. Um, there's going to be some of these teams that, don't take care of business against the teams they should have. And I believe it'll end up costing them, um, possibly a a playoff opportunity. Um, that's how critical wins are, uh, for both of those divisions this year, um, as they play each other and as they play, um, you know, their division foes. So, uh, I believe the the Broncos are set up the best to emerge out of the AFC West and make some noise to come to the playoffs.
1: I uh, I agree with I think it was Cody that said that I think the Raiders will be the odd man out just simply through attrition. I think seven and ten in McDaniel's maiden voyage is kind of what I have peg. Not because they suck or they're mediocre. It's just <laughs> you got Murderers Row go through all these because <laughs> the Chargers have to make the playoffs. Otherwise, they'll go find a new coach and they've got this roster that's stacked all hell. And like, you know, three of these teams are going to conceivably make it. But let's talk about Drew Brees. Um, And uh, so he was an analyst. Uh, I don't think he did play by play. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, But he he did halftime post-game analysis for NBC. It's kind of the trend. Quarterbacks with humongous names go to the booth and it's working out great. Well, he's not going back to NBC now. And he tweeted he could play pickleball he might go play football again um what was the other one philanthropy just messing with people and folks ran with that and said Breeze might be coming back to the saints and i i think he was messing with us i saw that right away uh but pff and with the eye emojis and all that and blah blah oh blah. man. so jason it, it, is he what Like, is he, did he, he, does he think he's too important or what's the story here?
0: Oh, he, I mean, he threw in pickleball for Christ's sake. Yeah. The tour, (laughs) the pickleball tour. I mean, that right there speaks to, to, to what you just said. Of course he was messing with us. He knows damn well he can't come back to the NFL. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, of course he was messing with people, but those, those eye emojis was, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I didn't know Drew Brees was a funny guy. Yeah. I mean, I, at least I hope he was messing with us. Yeah,
1: I think uh, like we got to watch him in 2020. He he was a good game manager, but with Brees, you expect a lot more. So his stats in 2020 is like 24 touchdowns, seven picks. And I'm here to report you can win with that. Yeah. Um, but his arm looked like, you know, like a 60-year-old, and so I don't think he would come back even even if he was serious. Uh, Marcus on Drew Brees, (laughs) he got kicked out of the booth or something, and what's the deal?
2: Uh, If he were to come back, I don't think he'd be any good for the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees was a good quarterback, but uh, not everybody's a Tom Brady.
1: I hear you. Uh, Cody, so the Saints, I'm going to guess you thought that his tweet was overblown ran with too prematurely?
3: Well, actually matter of fact, Wes witnessed me get roster hawked in a fantasy football league for dropping a player and picking mm-hmm. up Drew Brees. Oh, so you ran with it. <laughs> I mean, I knew the joke or the tweet was kind of a joke, but I mean Oh, so you're standing by it. I I I'm taking a chance because I think that in the right circumstance he could come back and be useful. I mean, maybe even somewhere like the Arizona Cardinals. Why, why do you
1: need Drew Brees on your fantasy team?
0: <laughs> why are you playing <laughs> fantasy right now?
1: Oh, it's a dynasty.
0: Is it's a what dynasty? does that mean?
3: Yeah, we just, that means that you have the players from the moment you draft them until you decide to drop them or trade.
1: Yeah, it's like you're being a general so, manager in fantasy football.
3: Yeah, I went and took a flyer on Drew Brees and got harked by everybody talking about, you know, that joke was there or that tweet was a joke, right? But uh, you know, you never know what can happen. <laughs> Kyler Murray could get traded to the Panthers for Deshaun Watson package, and Drew Brees could be starting over Colt McCoy in the desert.
1: Wow, you never He's, know. You're full. They of are boys. listed.
3: They are listed as the third team. Uh, if you were to place a bet on Boogie.com,
1: <clears> you know you you rushing to the wire to get Brees. Uh, Wes knows all <laughs> about that because that's what he does. But he does it for good players that are like just. You know, the next big thing, uh, I'll be like, oh, I should go check to see if so and so is available. And it'll say, like, oh,
3: Wesley Johnson's team claimed him two hours ago. And it's- yeah, it's me and Wes always, always <laughs> resting each other. Yep, um, I mean, He was even looking for Breeze as well, but he couldn't find him because he wasn't showing up at Sleeper because he was retired. And the yep. cool,
1: the cool part is, if you're in a league with him and he's out of money, then he'll give you the tip because you're his friend. He'll be like, "Hey, you should pick up this guy
4: because I can't." And what happened, Dustin? <laughs> yeah. And what happened?
1: You've done it a couple times, and it's
4: awesome. You didn't. I said, "Blow your whole stack on T Higgins. You didn't say stack. <laughs> <laughs> the whole hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I thought you were messing with me, and so I did oh. like seventy-eight
0: bucks, and you're like, "Not enough." <laughs> oh man, Cody, you about sold me on that though. I I can see Breeze coming back now. Yeah, can't you see
3: Kyler Murray getting traded, maybe to the Panthers? I mean, it wasn't that long ago when there was a lot of tension between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Is it just repaired? Is it just painted over? I mean, you got to think they have to at least take a gander at a deal that has three first rounders. They don't have to pay for Kyler Murray's new contract on a guy who they're not even convinced that maybe he wants to wants to actually play forever you know he might want to get out and do video games which is something he's into
0: boy that'd be a complete change of uh pace for the cardinals though to bring in breeze well i mean there's a lot of stuff
3: we could say over the past year that's happened in the nfl that we would be like no way no way it's
1: gonna happen i would like to to show that i don't subscribe to any of these theories
3: (laughs) (laughs) nobody expected russell wilson to be playing for the broncos let me just say that the
1: QAnon Q- version
3: but, but, but of I told my wife too. I was like, man, they're gonna love this yeah. uh, I, <laughs> can, <laughs> left field, I'm gonna be bringing them.
1: You can tell her that Dustin nominated this as the QAnon episode.
0: We might as well, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Might as well see if uh if uh Hosteller can come <laughs> back <too. laughs> west
4: Breeze, what's the deal? Yeah, so here's the thing. Uh, Cody and I are in a twenty team fantasy football dynasty league. Uh, okay. Individual thanks. defensive player league. the The rosters run deep. It was a ten uh, round rookie draft.
3: <laughs> yeah, two hundred out of two hundred and sixty four rookies were drafted.
4: Yeah, so I mean, wow. you you wind up with some some scraps. You you're taking hail marys on on players, but um, and, and that's why you, you take a chance on a uh breeze you know it is i don't even know how many players we roster like 50 is the 50th player on our roster really something like that that important to to hold we're, on to for a potential
3: quarterback yeah. which we're fighting yeah. over six around detroit lions <laughs> linebackers
4: yes yeah, so. well, i can't
0: even believe breeze was an option <laughs> no he wasn't i had to go back to 2018 to find him
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh but yeah, so that's that with Breeze. Uh do I think he'll return? Probably not. I, I agree with what Dustin said. His arm was pretty much a noodle at the end of it. Um you saw it with Pittsburgh last year. Roethlisberger, he lived uh you know, within that ten yard range with his receivers. And if Breeze were to come back, it would probably be uh much of the same. Um I think that NBC actually moved on from breeze and they allowed him to bow out gracefully Uh, LeVar Arrington. He's been in the media this week since (laughs) Breeze stepped down and um, he pretty much trashed him. He said, you know, breeze, he's not as popular as he thinks, thinks he is. And uh, you know, apparently that's what the uh, rumblings were uh, regarding uh, his broadcasting. You know, it, he just was kind of very bland, very vanilla, and and so a decision probably was made internally to move on from him, and so they uh, allowed for him to save face rather than outright firing him, and and you know he stepped down, and you know and here we get the the tease of coming back onto the field. So uh, I believe that's really what happened with Breeze and that's why you know we're kind of where we're at
0: it was it, he's 42 yeah yep yeah
1: and i i i just can't uh can't see it fellas. uh i'm like a
3: Vikings homer <laughs> cody you left <laughs> dustin <laughs> bewildered man <laughs> well yeah, to be fair that noodle arm was attached to a Hurt body with some punctured lungs. He had a bunch of injuries. But he's so, 40, he's
1: 42. And I think he was feelings were just hurt. And so he's like, Well, I might play football again. That's, that <laughs> that was the vibe mm-hmm. that I got. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put in pickleball tour just to, you know, like that was it was like a, a snap reaction that if they're gonna fire me, you know what? I'm coming back to football. And like <laughs> and then, and then it's like guys like Cody who are like running to the waiver wire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he didn't say it
0: seriously, he didn't say it as a joke, he said it out of anger. <laughs> hey, he also said, I don't know if y'all missed this tweet. He
3: said, man, signing Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew makes me want to come back and play again. Great additions, leaders and players. That's the one that got me to put in the waiver wire. What Was that before
1: or after the pickleball?
3: It was before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's two
1: clues. So I'll give you that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that you heard it first year on trend zone that evidently uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray's getting <laughs> traded to Carolina. Breeze is taking his wheelchair to the Cardinals (laughs) and that's that. Uh, I have a feeling our next segment is going to be AFC themed only unless we motor through a bunch of conferences. So in the off chance, we don't talk about the NFC. We can resume the conversation next week. So let's talk division by division, early projection winners. If you want to give a dark horse, that'd be pretty cool too. Wes, I'll start with you in the AFC East. It's probably a no brainer, but tell me why it's
4: the bills and who else to watch out for. Uh, Yeah, the Bills. um, I will double down on my my dark horse from last year, and that will be the Miami Dolphins. Um, I I think this division will be much improved. Uh, The Jets should make some noise. Uh, Patriots are still the Patriots. They should be there. Um, Last year, I, I thought the Dolphins had a good chance to um to test buffalo in the division and uh Tua got injured pretty early and it kind of derailed their plans uh they wound up losing seven straight at one point uh Tua came back uh they ran off seven straight victories uh first time that's ever been done um for a team to lose seven straight and then win seven straight uh, and i think they just ultimately ran out of gas uh they had additions of Tyreek Hill, um, Mike McDaniel, a head coach. I, I just think they kind of have all the pieces they need. And I think that at least as of now, they might be under the radar enough to, um, start the year off pretty hot and, and go from there. Um, I know we, as, vikings fans and broncos fans talk a lot about or know a lot about um you know our home field advantage uh the altitude in um denver um vikings they play indoors now but um, in our division we play you know at green bay or at chicago where it can get really really cold um same thing for miami miami in september and october it can get hot and humid, and that can be advantageous to um, the home team.
1: Uh, do you like Tua more or Mike McDaniel more? What to give you this confidence, or is it both? If, both, okay, both. Fair yeah. Enough. All right, so you're relatively high on Tua with Bridgewater in the
4: wings. He is my sleeper um, quarterback pickup for fantasy this year. Oh boy! And oh, I, oh, yeah. I'll put that on air amongst all you you fantasy hawks. Yes. Cody gets his uh, For
1: the yeah, this is this one will be all audio. Cody has taken his note sheet out and <laughs> jotted this down to Bogart West later on. All right, uh, let's see. Marcus, AFC East, who wins it? Why? And is there a dark horse?
2: AFC East, I think obviously the Bills, they're just an offensive wrecking ball. I don't think any Stonewall defense is gonna stop them. They're gonna put up points. So and adding Von Miller to the defense, I think was a good pickup. Um, my dark horse, though, I think is going to be the Jets. I think the Jets are going to be a real sleeper team with Zach Wilson. If they would have got Tyree Kill, I would have automatic. They're they're going to be a good good offense.
1: Okay, so yeah, we're probably going to be Buffalo unless Jason says some of that weird shit that he usually does. We'll get to him. Just a <laughs> a uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna say like, uh, uh, well, actually, it wouldn't be weird if it was the Patriots because Belichick's there. But we'll get to him. Cody, hit
3: us with the Bills and why. I got the bills as well. Uh, I I mean, this, this is one of the best, if not the best roster in football. I think that their wide receiver core has gotten more explosive. You got Gabriel Davis, who is my sleeper wide receiver to really explode and perform above his, where he's being valued at in fantasy football. Uh, I think Josh Allen is about to ascend to Madden mode. I mean, he was pretty great last year. I think we just saw glimpses of what he's about to do. And then you got the Patriots who were hot on them a year ago. I think they overachieved typical of a Belichick team. They'll probably do it again. And then I agree with Wes with the Dolphins. Uh, I actually have the Dolphins coming in as a wild card. And my predictions um, Miami absolutely destroyed the Ravens last year. And like Wes said, was among the hottest teams in the NFL. And then the Jets, I went to go write something about the Jets. And I, I, I didn't. I couldn't bring myself to. It. I'm not falling for it again. Well, they, I thought need they were going to be good last year. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, the Jets are always believe it when you see it.
1: But thankfully, they're doing the right stuff now. And I think, yeah. I think the. Well, eternally until he doesn't work there anymore. We'll, we'll hang it on Robert Soleil being a better football mind than these other jokers that have come through the door in the last 20 years, or I guess it's Sanchez. Yeah. All right, Jason, uh, are you going to say Allen gets hurt and you're picking Patriots or something?
0: Nope. I mean, no way. I mean, the bills are the, I just, I just uh, commented on a tweet before the show about the team that scares me the most. That's on our schedule this year. And I tweeted the Rams, um, and, but I'm not real too terribly scared of them either. Um, I would be scared of the Bills to play, um, and they are the real deal. Uh, I see them, you know, getting to and winning the Super Bowl. I just think they're a superior team to to well. To the rest of the league, we'll just say. Um, but my sleeper, too, I agree I agree with Marcus. I I think the Jets, I, I do think, and I said it a couple shows ago, that it feels different there. I, I don't know what it is, um, but it just feels right for a change. And I think I love the direction the team is going. Not to mention, obviously, they put one together one of the best first six picks in the draft I remember ever seeing. Yeah. So, you know, now granted that all may take a, take a minute, right? I mean, it's probably going to, but they've been building and they got some good young pieces there. And, um, I really love where they're heading. So for my job, I read pretty much
1: every mock draft that exists, um, for three months. And I swear the Ravens draft and the jets draft feel like it was just John who loves football does all these mock drafts at home. It feels like it was that guy drafting both of those draft class, like (laughs) all of these like glitzy names that we think will pan out. And this is, this is a compliment. This isn't like these schmoes are just taking some advice. It really like was a marquee driven draft for the Ravens, especially. And then also for the jets who just got so much, uh, some of the, these picks, like Jermaine Johnson, who was going to go in the top ten for a week or so, and so yeah, I think that's right there. Uh, I am not going to go with any upset specials. I think the the Bills have built the team uh, so so sturdy that they'll be there in the end. Uh, I can also see there be a Billsian curse where they just can't quite get to the Super Bowl, just like they had 30 years ago when losing the Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm not going to pick them to win it all because that'll be the big fashionable pick this year, you can, you can rest assured that, uh, but I'll take them in the in division and I'll have the Patriots nipping at their heels. Uh, Patriots are as long as Belichick's there, they're going to be relevant. The defense is going to be good and they're going to find a way to be at least eight and nine and probably better. Uh, we'll move on to the AFC North Cody. That is you. What do you, this is a division that is stuffed to the gills with good football teams, decent football teams, and they're going to beat each other up who comes out of it?
3: I got the Ravens. They're okay. getting back many key battle tested uh, contributors after the injury phenomena in Baltimore last year. I don't know if it had something to do with that weird yellow practice field they had there's kind of <laughs> something about that maybe they fixed it uh, but I do think Lamar is gonna show out again. He's gonna have help from his running game instead of them just trotting out randoms. And uh, he's also going to have a healthy offensive line, which was missed last year. Uh, I think he had three regular starters that were out for over half the season. And then uh, the defense has been retooled once again. I feel like we're saying that every year. And they're going to be returning a healthy secondary, which with Marlon Humphrey and uh, man, I can't Marcus Peters. They, those are some pretty good man covered corners out there. And uh, if anything, they could use more of a pass rush. But I don't have Cincinnati. Steelers or the Browns. Making what, the what do you make of a lack of receiving core doesn't bother you? It doesn't bother me. I think that with uh, their actions with Marquise Brown, it showed that they're completely comfortable with the type of system that they run involving those receivers. Uh, I think that that is a team that uh, you can kind of contribute Uh, Mark Andrews is kind of like a receiver for them. Uh, I think he's going to have another great year. Rashad Bateman, my guy, Devin Duvernay. I love Devin Duvernay since last year when I thought he was in a breakout. I think they're going to be just fine without Marquise Brown just because of the offensive system that they have.
1: All right. I'm going to echo that because I think we'll have some diversification here. I have the Ravens as well with the uh, Browns right there. Uh, I think the Bengals, based on the Super Bowl runner-up curse, take a step back, not because they're poor or because they're stupid. I just think that the division is full of games that where folks will beat up on each other uh, because they're all kind of in the same tier. Um, so Ravens, for me, Marcus, what do you got?
2: For me, I thought it was a no-brainer that the Bengals are going to they're gonna <laughs> win okay. it. Uh, uh, I think that Joe Burrow-Jamar-Chase connection has really helped them out, and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd kind of stepping up. And uh, Joe Burrow not really having time, but they added to the line with that mm-hmm. right tackle Lyle Conn. So I just think that they're going to win it. Um, uh, if there's a sleeper team, uh, maybe the Steelers, if Trubisky works out. <laughs> Trubisky into picket. Yeah. yeah. But
1: well, the other I, thing is, is that you can't rule out the Steelers because they're going to be relevant. I mean, it, yeah. it, the day that Mike Tomlin has a four and 13 team is just probably not
2: going to be seen in your lifetime. So, <laughs> yeah. And with the Ravens, I don't know. Now with and having no wide receivers, I mean, I guess Mark Andrews, but Lamar Jackson doesn't really throw. I'd like to say. And for the Browns, uh, I just don't think Deshaun Watson works out. And having Amari Cooper there with getting rid of Landry to the Saints, and not having Beckham anymore either, so I don't think the Browns will be relevant.
3: Yeah, and do they still have Baker Mayfield?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> They can and feel and like,
3: Watson,
1: yeah. Watson could miss anywhere from zero to eight games um, based on what the league decides is his punishment. So, uh, and, and I don't know if it's trending to go on. I think everybody's just mad at the Browns for <laughs> getting into yeah. a bed with a predator, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Jay, Jason, what do you got for the NFC North winner? Winter?
0: Oh, yeah, man. No question, Bengals. I think they're going to be, you know, I mean <clears> – <throat> They, they had the ball bounce in the direction they needed to have the ball bounce to get into the Super Bowl this last year. Um, but nothing can be taken from them. They've added to the op- offensive line, which is their biggest weakness. Love their young receiving core. And I love Joe Burrow. Uh, so for me, yeah, that's without question. Um, and I I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that 2018 season when I was envious of the Bears and Nagy with Trubisky. I'm Trubisky and the Steelers. He's going to second off the division. Well, I mean, I think he can. Yeah, I think he will. Um, I, by how much I, you know, I can't be certain, but I do think that, uh, this will be, this will be good for both the Steelers and Trubisky. Um, you know, so, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm just, I wasn't high on the Ravens last year. And that's when they, you know, granted, they had a lot of running backs and a lot of injury problems over there, um, go against them. But I, I don't, I, I'm not sold on the Ravens. Um,
3: sounds like a Broncos
0: fan. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Ravens, you know, to, to contradict Marcus, he Lamar Jackson passed pretty good against us last year. <laughs> Would he go for 340 yards, something yeah. like that? But you, so, but with with
1: without a hall of famer or quarterback, Broncos were prone to those turd games out of nowhere.
0: Oh yeah, I mean everything, just the the the, the ridiculousness that comes along with bad coaching, with bad m- morale, everything that's that that we that we have now was not there. It just yeah. wasn't there, and it just drugged the whole team down. So when you're in a position. Where you need a play, guess what? You're not going to get that play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's why I think it's been so frustrating for, let's see, 16, six streets seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. Wes, you're the great prognosticator on the show when you're not personally gambling on it. Tell us who wins the NFC North.
4: Uh, NFC North, uh, I think the Bengals take it again. Really? Okay. Um, Ravens are restocked. Um, they will definitely challenge the Bengals um for the crown again but i think um the Bengals are young enough they they have enough talent and they continue to add um to be able to keep them atop of that division um i think Tashawn watson will probably be suspended four to six games um that might play det- detrimental to the rest of their season. I'm not exactly sure how their first couple games look, but uh I know Baker is still there. Um will he play or will he fake an injury? I mean, <laughs> uh, uh I would if I were him. I mean, t- the team's already quit on him. Why should he <laughs> run out there and and you know, play or you know, try and try and win for the team. Um, so he, he did that audition. last year. Yeah, he did that last year with his his hurt shoulder and and you know. Yeah. True. Uh Who was it? I- Isaiah Thomas for the Celtics. He he played hurt um, and wound up having a pretty severe injury, and then. um you know, the Boston Celtics did away with him the next year because of it. So, I mean, it's kind of similar in a way.
0: Yeah. Um, And and nobody would look down on him if he did do that either. Wes, I don't think, I mean, the, the league hates the Browns right now, but I, I real quick, before I forget, I was going to mention this. uh, When I was, when I was speaking, if the worst case scenario with this Deshaun Watson thing happens, and uh, you know, with his contract and everything, the way it, it's fully guaranteed and it's just that, that something happens, he's done. He's just done. Is it possible that that – can the Cleveland Browns go bankrupt because of this one? Surely <laughs> no, they'd have no. to get rid of the team.
1: <laughs> no, they probably – so if something happened to – no, uh, they'd just be in cap hell for a long time, four years. Um, but if, if something happened – Uh, Watson's wrongdoing. I'm pretty sure they would go to court and that would be the big saga. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, if he was found guilty, got prison time or something, um, I'm sure they would go to court and, um, but I mean, if it was an injury, then they're screwed. Then they, they, I think they can file for a grievance, but only so much of it could be forgiven.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, not so much like, uh, Deshaun does anything that would give the Browns, um, a, a, a possibility to win in court, but if Deshaun didn't do that, but yeah. yet, you know, he got injured. I mean, cause that just seems so crazy. You say cap hell, but I don't even know the extent of that.
3: Yeah. They're going to have to call up Mickey Loomis and the saints. Cause they know how to stretch a dollar.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, th- they would circumvent the it, truth. but it would be employing a rookie quarterback um, by default for the, for the remainder of the absence and then just skimping by, and Jeez. that's the way it'd have to be. Um, all right, I think I got everybody covered on the north. Let's do the the south, what I, I think is probably the worst division of football, unless I'm forgetting one. West NFC South, are you taking
4: Titans, Colts? I think it'll be the Colts. Um, the addition of Matt Ryan kind of solidifies where they were deficient last year. Uh, Carson Wentz, they tried to run him out as an answer. And, uh, he, he definitely wasn't, um, you know, this team was only uh, competent quarterback play away from, you know, being able to, uh, make some noise. And I, I think Matt Ryan can do that for them. Uh, they have a phenomenal defense and, um, uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to lean on the running game with Jonathan Taylor, uh, but then they'll have that quarterback and um, some young wide receivers to uh, utilize uh, when the time is needed. So, uh, I, I like the the Colts over the Titans in that division, and yeah, that's it.
1: Jason South Colts Titans
0: Jaguars. What do we got? Yeah, yeah, Colts for sure, and Matt Ryan. Yeah, I, I love the way that guy looks in white. I don't I don't know why, but I think I think the Colts are going to Yeah, I mean, I think they're Yeah, man, gosh. I I guess I haven't checked what their schedule looks like. Obviously, they got to play their division, but do you guys have that pulled up in front of you by chance? The uh, schedule for the Colts? For the Colts. What what divisions are they facing?
1: Let's go have a look.
0: Because you said it. I mean, they were they have a great great team, um, great coaches and Matt, Matt Ryan is definitely more than capable of getting that team to where it needs to be. He's got just enough left, I think for at least two, potentially three more years of him. And he's never, ever had a surrounding supporting cast like in which he does now. And, and one could argue that, well, I mean, aside from that season when Shanahan was his offensive coordinator. One could argue that he's never had the coaching either. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan Quinn was down there for a few years, got him to the Super Bowl, but Shanahan was calling the offensive plays, and we saw what he did then—MVP season. Um, Frank Reich's an offensive mind, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I think uh, I think it'd be, it's going to be a good fit. Twelve and twelve and five potentially. My
1: goodness, yeah, they play the their shitty division, of course, and then the NFC East, uh, which. Ooh. Yep, which kind of depends. They're all, besides the Cowboys, they're all decent, but they all could also finish 5-12. and 12. Yeah. They're, kind of, they're kind of in a territory. Um, I have the Colts here um, because pretty pretty much mimicking the last two that they uh, always marvel at how they draft and how they build a football team. They, I think they got hoodwinked by Carson Wentz, quickly aborted uh, the strategy. <laughs> just... And I, I really think that the Titans window passed. Uh, Derek Henry still will be awesome. But uh, A.J. Brown's gone, and I don't know. They've never been titillating. They've never been anybody's pick. Last year, they were the most boring one seed I've ever heard of in my life from any sport, <laughs> and I think they're going to have to pay the piper. Now, thankfully, this division isn't very good, but I think the, the Colts, the schedule isn't too daunting. I hope they lose to the Vikings in Week 15 because the Vikings always play like morons when they play the Colts. Um, but I do like the, the Indianapolis team to do this, Cody. You got the Titans
3: or you got some dark horse? I got the Colts, and this is easy for me. Uh, just because of the rest of the division, uh, you got the Titans. They seem like they're trying to sneak in a quick rebuild while nobody's looking. And
0: <laughs> Tannehill <laughs> oh, feels If like, I could
3: package the quote, that would be my favorite quote in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tannehill feels like what people claimed Kirk is a few years back, reaching a ceiling. And I got to agree with that one. I think Tannehill's got about as far as he, he could take you. You got the Jaguars many pieces away, maybe a GM away, but I do like the moves that they're making. And then you got Houston. Uh, they're taking steps forward out of Watson's shadow, but they're still a few years away at best, which leaves you with the Colts. They could go into this thing the way the AFC stacked; They could be eight and eight. Yeah. And uh, I think they instantly have the best quarterback in the division. And I'm not quite as high on Matt Ryan, but I mean, you could have the 20th best quarterback in the
0: league. It's probably the best
3: in that division.
0: You know what's and, funny? Uh, did you just say that you like the direction that the Jaguars are going? Did that start with the Christian Kirk signing?
3: Uh, I have well, to bring I mean, that up.
0: Okay. You, you did get me with the Christian
3: Kirk <laughs> signing. I didn't think about that, but no, I do. I do like the, at least from the Urban Meyer Fiasco. They're at least going in the right direction. I yeah. don't think the Jaguars will be anything while that general manager is there. But, you know, I could be wrong. This number one pick, Travon Walker, could turn out to be the next big thing, and we're all backtracking. But I definitely got the Colts making it. So here's defense, the defense pretty solid. The deal
1: on the Texans, I, I think West will remember I said the same thing last year is – you know, you go start looking at all the depth charts. You look at the Texans' depth chart, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, okay, well, Davis Mills, well, maybe he breaks. Out. Oh, maybe Marlon Mack's good. Oh, maybe Derek Stingley. That's fine. You can, if you live in Houston, you can say, you know, this is roster's decent. But when you compare it to the rest of the depth charts in the world, it sucks, and they're going to get their asses spanked because comparatively, it's not, it's not in the ballpark of these, especially these AFC teams. So uh, it's, I feel bad for them, and not, not because I'm low on Davis Mills. Um, but what the moves that they have made, they ain't going to cut it. They just they go look at other rosters. It doesn't stack up. The only lens you can look at it through is like, okay, th- this will feel the football team. I can get behind this, and they're going to win three or four games, and you can write that down right here. Uh Marcus, the AFC South winner, are you going to make it a 5 sum with the Colts?
2: Yeah, I think it's obvious. Colts, I mean, Jaguars, that Christian Kirk deal just got me thrown a, thrown for a loop right now Texans yeah uh, I don't know they're 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 running with Davis Mills so I don't see them doing anything uh tie I don't see Tannehill playing the whole year I see Malik Willis coming in so I don't Ooh, think that'll be fun Derrick Henry obviously will be good but run game can only take you so far uh per Broncos season last year <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> for perspective on the Texans offensive weapons Brandon Cooks Nico Collins John Mechie Marlon Mack Rex Burkhead (laughs) <laughs> Brandon Cooks is back there yeah I don't know why he went back there but I, I just I you you would struggle to put Mahomes or Rogers on that team and say oh yeah this will work like it's just and then let alone Davis Mills who you have no clue if he's going to develop into something um, it's almost as if they
0: don't really care
1: it's like they don't or they don't they don't get it like they're like <laughs> oh, well you know we got we like what we got and it's like that's fine but you still got to get Players that are better than this. Um, that's how I feel about them. That's why they'll be they'll be picking number one next year, and then they'll they'll get uh what's what are the quarterbacks' name? Bryce Stroud Bryce, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Yeah, okay. All right, so we've 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 built to the climax of the show um with AFC West. Marcus, you're welcome to come back next week for the NFC part. Before I forget that, I don't know what you have going on next week, but yeah, indeed, we're not gonna get to the NFC. So let's finish on the AFC West. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when the week one schedule came out, uh, two of the games that we predicted for Super Bowl matchups happened in week one. Uh, my dumbass picked the Chiefs and the Cardinals as my my big, sexy Super Bowl matchup. Bada bing. That happens week one. One of you picked the Rams and the Bills. And that's the very first football game any of us will get to see. So uh, NFL is thinking like us. That's that's what I'm going with here. Uh, let's see. AFC West. Uh, some of these some two of you is going to have to do this through some goggles, some Homer goggles. Marcus, you start us off. Is it the Broncos, Chiefs or the Chargers?
2: Uh, I got I got to go with the Broncos. Honestly. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I just I just I just think that they'll give uh, the 2013 paint manning season a run for its money. That's, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's starting to feel that way because they've already done it. We've seen it happen. It's like the same thing. Like yeah. Hall of Fame dude inherits weapons. Here we go.
2: Yeah. I think uh <laughs> if anyone's gonna come close to taking it from us, uh it's gotta be the Chiefs. I mean, they're always a powerhouse. So
1: okay, so Broncos and Chiefs at the top, and then Chargers just clawing for a wild card.
2: Yeah, I think the Raiders will finish last of the division, but they'll do good. They'd be good in any other division, though.
1: Yeah, that's what's funny that you could plop them in that AFC South. And you'd have to decide between Raiders and Colts because yeah. they're kind of bedfellows. That's where the disparity is between the divisions. Uh, Cody, AFC West. Uh, I know you've had some Broncos takes. To, to give us those. Give us your AFC West winner.
3: Well, I already got the Broncos as the winner and okay. I kind of went over them a little bit uh, earlier, but I do want to go over the rest of the division real quick. The chargers. Uh, I think that this is the best offensive line they've had since the Tomlinson has played. Uh, Herbert has a plethora of weapons. The real threat to LA is going to be that uh, franchise's luck with the injury book. It seems like every year, LA, the LA chargers are getting hit with the injury book and are they going to be fool's gold again? Uh, and then I uh, also got the chargers and Broncos, both above the chiefs to win the division. And I got the chargers as a better chance. Uh than the Broncos to win the division, but I'm I'm rolling with the Broncos just because of the 2013 Peyton Manning vibes. But uh, when you look at their schedule, Kansas City has the roughest 17 game stretch out of anybody in the league, and uh, I think that they're still going to make the playoffs. You lose Tyree Kill, maybe they're going to run the ball more. That defense got beefed up. There's a lot of uh, picks in those and their first picks of their draft that people are sleeping on for sure. But uh, one thing that I think is going to make the difference in that division race between those three teams is the, let's see, I got the three opponents that their division mates don't face. Wait, sorry. The Chiefs are facing Tampa Bay, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. The three that the Chargers are playing is Falcons, Dolphins, and Browns. And the three that the Broncos are playing is the Panthers, Jets, and Ravens. Oh, wow. that's a. Big... So I think that the Chiefs going up against Brady, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow Uh, I think you're lucky to come away with two of those wins. Whereas the Chargers and Broncos, I think that they could sweep all three of their extra teams each.
1: It's funny. My uncle is a chiefs dieharder. And I saw the stat about them playing their first six or eight opponents with a winning record. The first time in NFL history that's ever happened. So I screenshotted him and said, look at the schedule. And he's like, Well, we're gonna know what we're made of, baby. Bring it on. And I was like, You don't feel that way. Don't, don't <laughs> bullshit me. You looked at this schedule and said, I caramba. And, and he's like, No, we're gonna figure out, you know, what kind of metal we got. And I'm like, I don't there's no way you look at that schedule and be like, Yes, we get to play all yeah. these winning teams. If yeah. it
3: ever seems like I know a lot about the Chiefs, it's because we're a Chiefs Vikings household. So there's Ooh. actually you don't know it. There's a bunch of Chiefs stuff around me right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why you—that's why you got the the Zoom background up. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right, West. You let's see. I'll give you the last word. I I I am weird here. I think that the Broncos will win the division, and I think the Chiefs will get further in the playoffs because I I I my eye test and then statistics test tells me Mahomes is too good to be shut out of a Super Bowl for another time. So I'm having it both ways that the Broncos have now that especially since Cody pointed out that difference in a different differentiation opponents which is a big deal uh, the Broncos will win the division but i see the chiefs getting it done deeper in the playoffs that's my political dance for you uh, Wes, west take us off air with an afc west prognostication
4: uh, let's see. I
1: haven't collected yet. Oh, my bad. That's right. Oh. I was leaving him. Yeah. Why don't you, Wes, You go, and then Jason can tell us why it's the Broncos.
4: I was gonna say uh, Las Vegas Raiders, and then good night. But no, no, I can't do that. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Let, let's go with the Broncos taking that division. Uh. Like I said, I think it's gonna be a two-team race between them and and the Chiefs. And um. Yeah. Prove it for the other two teams. Uh, I'll let. Jason knock it out here with uh with the Broncos. Go for it.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I I wish you would have taken us off air with the Raiders little little <laughs> tidbit there, but uh um the, the Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill, I think that's going to be so so big. Um and but, you know, Mahomes will adjust. He'll be he'll be Mahomes. And before I forget, let's not forget about the Broncos actually commenting on my tweet the other day. Oh, yeah. That has to be mentioned.
1: That's right. We were going to do a whole segment on that. I completely
0: forgot. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I like Denver as well. Agree with everything Marcus said. I think this team has the, the the capabilities to rival the 2013 highest, best offense in history. I honestly really believe that. And you know, obvious. the, the reasons are, are evident um, to the rest of the football fans out there that don't watch Broncos game uh, games on a regular basis. They don't have any idea how good our receivers are and what they're capable of. For us, we watch them every single week and we've seen glimpses of it and we've seen the hype behind these guys. And they have been rotting underneath bad coaching and bad quarterback play that is about to change. Uh, Russell Wilson is going to get the keys to do basically whatever he wants because his coach now has the exact same goal and mindset as Russell Wilson does, which is going to be just incredible. I think this this is going to be a, a, a spectacle to behold every Sunday, or well, I guess now Mondays, Sunday nights, and Thursdays are going to be treated Five. just like a Super Bowl at my house. No question, um, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be good. Um, So I do like them winning the division. I, I, we talked about this a little bit earlier on the show about what him being there does for the overall team's morale. Not only do they got Russ in there, but they got coach Hackett in there who also is a complete, he just breathes life into these guys again. And, um, you know, in they're used to losing. They're going to be hungrier than the rest of the division is. The rest of the division, mentally, I would imagine, has to be a little bit. I know they're professionals, they're not supposed to get worried or concerned. They're going to go out and play the game and you know, do what they, they're going to give the coach speak and what they do every day at the podiums. But they had their six years to walk all over the Broncos and pretty much chalk it up as a win on their on their schedule. The other teams knew how bad co- bad they were you know, they were being coached, you know, I mean, for God's remember when Bill O'Brien walked off the field and, and mm-hmm. it said that to, to Vance Joseph, yeah. it wasn't really much different than with Fangio there. Um, they, 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 they're not going to know what hit them. Uh, the, they, they will put the league on notice real quick by week four, they will be, you know, there's going to be way more talk than there is right now. And not to mention the running game. I talk about the pass catchers but this is going to free up two running backs that almost breached 1,000 yards last year when teams knew what they were going to do and stacked the box each and every down. They can't do that this year.
1: All right. Next week, we'll spend the first half of the show going over the NFC and then try to extrapolate what the playoff seating would be. Um, but Marcus, you're welcome to join next week because the show uh, the topics are too long for tonight. Let us, let us know if you can get it hooked up. That's all we we got. We appreciate everybody joining.
0: and We'll see you next week. See you later. Adios, guys. Thank you for listening to
3: Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.